And we are back here for yet another episode of Intelligent Ignorance. I am Jay Chris. I'm along with, of course, the star of the program, Mr. R. Dodd Hunter. And, uh, you know, it's been a little while since we last spoke to you on Intelligent. It's just been a couple weeks, but it is what it is. And we are here to talk to you again, talk to you about a few topics that we find, you know, interesting, controversial, fun whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, that's what we're bringing to you. And we bring it to you every time. And we enjoy the fact that you guys listen to us for, you know, however long we are here. And, uh, and we also give you the opportunity to involve yourself in the conversation. You can leave comments on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, uh, Twitter page, whatever the case may be, as well as when we have our live shows, we encourage you to call in. And, uh, of course, next Saturday we are looking to have, another live show because we have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of people with some interesting opinions of some of the topics that we're going to be talking about today. But without further ado, let me bring on the star of the show, Mr. R. Dot Hunter. What's going on, brother? Man, Jay, how you been, man? Can't complain, can't complain. So glad to be back, man. We got another show coming for the people. This is going to be, I think this is going to be one of our best shows so far this year, 2019. Well, it gets better every every single time. time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we have a few things we're going to talk about today. Let's let's go ahead and lay out for everybody what we're going to talk about. There's no surprises here. There's some things right. we're going to talk about. We uh, there's some things. Uh, uh, Kanye Sunday service has oh, been yeah. kind of a big thing on social media. You know, a lot of people talking about it. So we're going to give some opinions on it. And actually, Ardot's going to explain it a little more to me because all I've seen are the clips. I haven't really paid much attention to it to be honest. Gotcha. Um, but I'm going to give you my opinion on need. Nonetheless, I can say I can talk. Um, also, we're going to be talking about um, an incident that happened recently, just this week, I believe, in New York, yeah. in, in New York, Long Island, Long Island, uh, involving some kids, and you know, we'll get into that. Also, excuse me, if, <laughs> I hope that didn't come across. Also, um, we're going to be talking about the Me Too movement and some interesting things that have developed. Within the what I you know what people affectionately call the Me Too movement, um, and there was something else that we were going to talk about that, stand, it, I guess it kind of slipped my mind. There was something else. Do you remember? what No, it that was it. That was all three. I thought that we was... had four. I thought we had four things we were going to talk uh, about. Oh, well, if, we were... just, if it comes back, we're going to talk yeah, about. If it, it comes back, we'll talk about it. Uh, but first, we want to talk about the Me Too thing. We want to yeah. leave with that. We want to leave with the Me Too thing because, of course, we know that people have a lot of opinions with the Me Too thing, uh, Me Too movement, uh, be it male or female, black, white, whatever the case may be. Um, the Me Too movement has affected a lot of people uh, in the industry, um, a lot of people outside of the industry. It's not just people in the industry. Right. Uh, Bill Cosby, um, Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly. Uh, athletes Antonio Brown Antonio Brown right now uh, right Domingo now. Herman right now Domingo Herman well here's the thing about Domingo Herman I was just thinking about it Do well we, yeah that wasn't like a me too that wasn't thing. a me too thing but I mean but you know it, what, it's a uh, no it's, see me too is more of a sexual thing yeah it, this is a domestic that violence that was a domestic violence thing. thing but I can see where these where it could be end up being and down the line these things could be grouped together right I can see that happening um, you know, a nameless. I mean, there's so many people. I'm sure there's, there's. I mean, there's a laundry list of people that this Me Too thing has affected. And I was just thinking about because I I'm a, I'm a watcher of Orange is the Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger was affected before it before, be, it, was before it was Me Too. Movement, right? 
Um, and nobody really talks about that. Twice. But yeah, he's, he's, he's part of it. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of Orange is the New Black. Okay. And mm. Orange is the New Black is a show on Netflix that um, tends to get into political um, topics in a sense. Okay. Time t- tends to take some relevant current topics and, and incorporate them into the show. Kind of like uh, how Empire was doing. I haven't watched Empire in about two, three years. So I don't know what it's like now. But you didn't watch Juicy Smollett? No, I haven't watched Juicy Smollett since it became Juicy Smollett. I, actually, I haven't watched it. And you'll, some people will know what I'm saying and, and you'll know what I'm saying. I haven't watched Empire since Empire went on break for the World Series between the Yankee. I'm sorry, between the uh, Dodgers and the Astros. When once it went on break for that, I didn't even come back to the show. Once it went back, I haven't seen it since then. And I know that was two years ago. Okay, we're about to be on our third, our second World Series since they since the Astros won. So I haven't watched it in about three years. But um, in in Orange Is the New Black, there's a character who was being. They said me too. They made it a verb. I guess it would be a verb. I guess. They made it. They said he was getting me too because he he was the warden of of a prison, and he fired a CO. Now, in the midst of of before the firing, he was inviting the CO out to to see his band perform, and he he got a liking to her. He thought she was liking her because she was coming to see the the. The, the band perform and uh but she was a bad ceo she was a, you know she just wasn't good at her job in the show and he ended up firing her and she felt like he fired her because he liked her she didn't like him back and he got rid of her could have been part of it right i don't you know it's a tv show whatever um but that has that has become you know, that's part of the me too movement people are saying that you know that's that's a me too thing they're saying he got me too um more relevantly, I mean, more recently, uh, more relevant, Antonio Brown of now the New England Patriots is being accused of some, I, would it be a sexual assault, I guess? Uh, well, yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because his, the verbiage from the text message, man. Oh, the text message is wild. <laughs> the text message he sent out is wild. It's, it's crazy. I feel like, he almost proved his guilt with the text message. And some people might say he almost proved his innocence. But with the tone of the text message was more like you can see the a behavior pattern. Right. You know what but I mean? But I really hate and I guess it's it's a it's something of this era is how we can automatically assume feeling or emotion from a text message. It's right. it's Right. It's almost like words on a piece of paper. It's very emotionless. And without context, you can really do a lot of damage with perception. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the words and I, and I I'm not quoting, but I think it said something like you made me feel like a rapist. I don't remember that part. I mean, if that's in there, I mean that's that's not good. That's damning. Right. Okay, that's damning in a sense. Um, but he could be talking about afterwards when she comes out and says these things that he that she said. I mean, we don't know whether or not it's cons- she says it wasn't cons- you know, the relationship between them, the acts between them was consensual. He, he says they were, she says they were not. So he said he said she said. Now, before the Me Too movement, it was almost automatic. 
right? For a lot of people to say, and, and probably more so men than women, to say, oh, she's lying, right? She's just right. looking for money. Since the Me Too movement, it's almost automatic to say, oh, he did it from men and women. Right. Even if the even if a guy feels like she's lying and you know whatever the case may be, he almost has to say, "Oh yeah, well he probably did it," just because of the Me Too movement. And I, am am I wrong in saying that the Me Too movement has almost forced people to believe the potential victim in the matter? Because, I mean, like, okay, there are people, you know, there are people that have been affected. There are people that get sexually harassed, right. sexually assaulted, that those things happen, whether they say something about it right away, whether they say something about it 30 years down the line, Brett Kavanaugh, right? you know, Supreme Court justice. Um, you know, it, it just, it just kind of, you know, it, it is what it is. But I'm sorry, I was distracted by something I saw <laughs> on the screen over there. You're good. Um, in this Antonio Brown situation, she comes out sooner rather than later, right? Brett Kavanaugh's situation, she comes out later, much later, rather than sooner. Well, I mean, so even in this situation, I mean, it's all relative into how you look at time, but she says that this occurred when they were in college, Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown's been in the NFL for what, six years now? Five years? Something Five like, years, six years? Something like that. Uh, so we know that these events transpired at least half a decade ago. Well, what I'm saying, when I say sooner rather than later, I'm comparing it to Brett Kavanaugh. Who was 30 years ago. Bill Cosby. Right, right. You know, um, Harvey Weinstein, which some of the Harvey Weinstein stuff was, you know, time was last week. Was some of the Harvey Weinstein stuff was 20 years ago. But yeah. I want to kind of talk about something relating to law and you always hear the phrase innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. And I could care less what the crime is. There's no such thing in America as innocent until proven guilty because regardless of (laughs) what the crime is, you're locked up, Mm -hmm. you're held, Mm -hmm. you have a record against you. Mm -hmm. It is now public information. Mm -hmm. All of those things in the, public's eye make you guilty and those are not things that happen to innocent people right so whether it's sexual assault or whether it is stealing from the grocery store Mm -hmm. you are guilty until you somehow prove your innocence and now that i said that i remember what else we needed to talk about what was it you can say it well we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the, what is her name? Man. What is her name? Uh, Felicity Huffman being sentenced ah, to 14 days That's right. That's while right. the homeless African-American woman was sentenced to five years. That's so, yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit about that, too. So let's, we'll, we'll hop into, you know what? Let's go. Let's just go into that because we'll we'll talk. Let's talk about the Me Too thing the, next week. Yeah, because we'll talk the, about that next, next week. We'll do a whole show, dedicate a whole show on it. I want. Should I want, we do it live? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. let's get some callers on that one because I, I want to hear what people have to say about. I know that our opinions as men will 
greatly differ than some of the followers that we have who are right. women. Absolutely. I, I want to hear as many perspectives as we can get. So when y'all hear this, lock in next week because we are going to go live and this is going to be a super interesting topic. You know, Showtime, of course, is going to be 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon and we will put out the numbers and all the information you need. All right, but we're going to move on from this topic because we're going to move on to a, another few topics. But let's go, let's talk about the Felicity Huffman situation and the, the, pay, the pay for play college situation um go ahead speak speak your speak your mind because i may be a little i might have a little different surprising i might have a little different opinion on this whole thing but go ahead i'm appalled by the legal system man and and i mean it's not just that i am not really upset with her sentence let me let me say that okay. first i'm not mm-hmm. upset with her sentence i am upset with a young african-american woman who is homeless who used her friend's address so her kids could go to school, mm-hmm. got five years in prison. Now, That's you get five years in prison for trying to give your child a better life, mm-hmm. give them an education, yet Felicity Huffman pays X amount of dollars in a scandal to get your child's SAT scores changed. Mm-hmm. And in her letter to the judge... Her excuse was she was just trying to give her child a better life. You're a millionaire. <laughs> How much better does life get when you have a child who has a scholarship, not even an ed- education yet, mm-hmm. who has a scholarship or admission into a prestigious school? The child hasn't graduated. From my understanding, her daughter dropped out. She's not even in college anymore. Right. I know one so, of the. <laughs> I know one of the two. So your main ones, one of the kids dropped out. Absolutely. And here we have a young black woman who understands the importance of education and understands that her children need to go to school. Mm -hmm. But if you're homeless, you don't have an address, right? So let me use my friend's address so my kids can go to school. Let me tell you something that I, that I know. Um, First of all, let me let me give you my opinion on it. Um, I think it's ridiculous that she got five years for using a friend's address. Okay. Um, are, are the friends living? Are the are the kids living with the friend? I don't know. You know, you know what I mean. But if the kids are living with the friend, they should be able to use the address. One thing that I do know is that a student can declare homeless and go to a school. I know this, right? Um. They can also declare independence and all like that. But you can you can you can deem yourself homeless and go to a school. Now, whether they did anything like that, I don't know because I don't know the intricacies of, of that story. But right. I we're talking about the sentence. The sentence is ridiculous. Five years, why don't you just why you're worried more so about the parent than the child in that situation by sentencing. Now now the child now the child has to wait five years while the while the mother is in prison. Right. Right. So that's one thing. The other thing is the mother, the mother is, the mother wants the child to get education, like you said. Now, where, okay, so I'm assuming it's a public school because if it's a private school, you don't need an address. A lot of public schools, they, you know, they have, district lines that you know if you live outside of the district you cannot go 
Right. Now, now what these what what happens is these kids will get into a school that's not in their district that they live in. And a lot of districts, counties, whatever the case may be, kind of look at that as they're stealing money because taxpayers pay for these kids to go to school. Correct. So they look at it as they're stealing money. I think that's a poor way to look at it. I, I really believe that, you know, I, I know here in Pennsylvania, you have to go to school within your district, except for in the city of Philadelphia. In the Phil- city of Philadelphia, you can choice. I know it's in the Delaware, same thing, you can choice. Right. Same thing in Delaware. Now, in the in the suburbs of Pennsylvania, you can't choose. You got to go to where you where you live, okay. But but, it, but if you really want to go back and get the understanding of that and why it hurts us, we go back to the practice of redlining. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a, this is an age old practice. Mm, yeah, we can't call it stealing money because in our communities, we don't own right. We right. don't we don't own as much as we should. Right. Right. So we don't have a say, really, in where the tax dollars go. Absolutely right. So because we don't own, our schools and our districts mm-hmm. are impoverished, just as we are. Mm-hmm. And those wealthy people who live in the suburbs, their money goes to their schools, mm-hmm. places we're not allowed to live. One, because we don't have the means. Two, we really don't have the ability to own. Yeah. So they understand that. It's just like in Wilmington right now, they big deal about shutting down certain schools in the city mm-hmm. because the districts don't have the tax dollars to keep them open. Why? Because they're not owned by the residents. Right. We can't come and stand up for something that we don't own. And another thing that happens is the the sometimes the students that live in those districts go to schools outside of the district. Right. And now money from that would be going to the district now has to go to another school, a private school, whatever the case may be, which now you're losing out more money. Right. Because I tell you right now, I grew up in the hood. And mm-hmm. everybody, where I'm from is the hood. Okay. But because I had a talent, baseball, mm-hmm. I had options to go to other schools okay. because they wanted something that I had to offer. Right. And so often we see our African-American children who have talents have better options, Mm -hmm. but they're using us just like we should be using them. I know many people that have gotten scholarships or I I don't know if you would call them scholarships. They probably don't call them scholarships, but they're scholarships to a private school, a private high school, because they can play basketball, baseball, football, whatever the case may be. And they now they have access to better facility. I'm not going right. to say a better education because if you say a better education, that would imply that the teachers don't teach the kids or whatever the case may be. I'm going to say they have be- access to resources. better faci- resources. Thank you. That's the better word. They have access to better resources. I was one that you know personally. I I went to school in two. I went to high school in two different areas. Right. I I, I went to high school in one area for two years. High school in another area for two years. And the differences were between were, were night and day, okay. Um, in the first area I went to, I thought it was great personally. I, I thought it was great. I didn't know anything else until I went to the second high school and I saw some of the resources they had. What you guys have an auto mechanic shop, <laughs> right? What you guys have tennis courts? You guys have a golf team? You know, you have an ice hockey team. Like, uh, and I'm I'm just talking about the sports. They had rugby. They have a lot of things now. The, the they had rugby? They had rugby. I should have played. 
But I didn't know anything about rugby. I thought you get you concussions get, playing I thought rugby. You could I ain't with like that. Elbow in the middle of your face. I ain't want to, you know. Yeah, I, I ain't I with I that. Was cute, but um, but there were so many things. Like it was, it was crazy that, you know, it, there were so many resources. There were so many things in the area that to to benefit that were beneficial to these kids. Now I, I can remember, um, like if we wanted to in my first hot area, if we wanted to go play basketball. We went to the park. Right. We went to the park and played. Now, in the, in the other area, same deal, right? But there was also a place called, I think it was called Sportsplex. I don't even know if it still exists. I never went there. A lot of people go there, play play ball, get training, and things of that nature. And and it's crazy. Now, I, I personally, I work in a place right now where we train baseball players, right? And... There are a lot of people. There are a lot of people that come through and get their kids training. Not many from from my area. Okay, and I'm, I'm speaking in code. And, and why do you, you think that is? is? Well, one is one is probably because of the money. Okay. okay. Another is probably because there's not. You don't see much of the advertising in the area to where it come come and get training at this facility. And I don't know if that's because they don't feel like that's their demographic. Maybe they feel that way. I don't know that I'm not, I don't, I'm not one that makes those decisions, Right. but I would love to see kids from my area, especially kids that I coach go to this place and get some training, get some extra work because it would do nothing but uh, help them. But let me go, let's go back. Cause we kind of went off. Yeah, topic. We, we digressed a little bit. Let's go back. So Felicity Huffman, just like you, I'm not mad at the sentence she got. She got two weeks, right? What I'm mad about is the fact that she doesn't believe in her child. Doesn't believe in her kid. Okay? Let me just put it. She's, she's a millionaire. She's got money. She doesn't believe in her kid. Her parents do. do the, sorry, kid. Your parents don't believe in you. That's your parents, far more hurtful than jail time. Your parents your parents are, are, are paying their way to get you into a school so they can feel better about whatever's going on. So they about can, you. So they can go to uh, a mixer with their friends and say, oh, such and such is going to uh, USC, Southern Cal. Such and such is going to University of Washington, whatever well, the case may be. Let's not say parents because her father, William Macy, came out and said, I had nothing to do with this oh, and did. I had no knowledge. Okay. I'm so still going to say parents. I'm so still, he had no he, knowledge of he it. He was but. like, look, I, I didn't know anything about this. Some, hey, look, I'm going to put it like this. It's got to be some of his money involved, he may, whether he knows it or not. They're both millionaires. They both, so, millionaires. Huh? They both got their own money. Right. Either way, if you, if you, like, first of all, let me even go back. And, I'm really not mad at her for doing it. I'm not. Because you, as a How parent. How long has this been going on? It's been going on it's for probably been going decades. on forever. As, like, as a parent, your natural instinct is to try to give your child every advantage that you could possibly can. But just like the the defense attorney said, it is every parent's duty to give their child the best life that they can. Does that mean break the law? No. No, it doesn't mean break the law. But here's the thing. You're going to do everything you can to make it to to, to try to get your child. And, and, and really, I, I don't, love my I son to death. Jordan, I, I love you, son. But I am not going to jail for you. <laughs> I period. don't think I do not think that I don't think that this parent, Felicity or Aunt Becky or whoever, 
I don't feel like they were doing this because to give their child a, a, a better to to give their child. A, I don't think that was the thought process. Do you think they knew it was illegal? No. I think they thought it was a loophole. Personally, like I, I don't think they thought it was. I don't think they thought it was. They I, I no. Here's, I think they thought they shouldn't have been doing it because if not, they would have been talking about it, right? But I don't really think they thought that they could. There's something that they could go to jail for. Well, and also of, I probably I also want to say, and I'll let you go. I also think that they probably know other people that were doing the same thing, which is why they would probably felt comfortable doing it. But go ahead. Well, one, we know that they knew other people because my man worked off of referrals. Mm, so yeah, it was a big circle. Go. Like he knew the people in this crowd. So they were saying, hey, you know, my homegirl, Aunt Becky, her daughter is dumb too. So can we change this for her? <laughs> so they knew. And then here's how. I feel like they should have known that it's illegal. You're changing test scores and forging documents. Well, you're having somebody else do it. You're not doing it. Mm. You're having somebody else do something and you're paying them for it. So that would be like me saying, hey, hey, Jay, look, I know you uh, applied for this job. I know... You failed the entrance test to get into the employer, but because I work in the HR office, I can change these scores for you. You know, just throw me a thousand dollars. I'll change the scores and get you the job. I'm throwing you a thousand dollars. Now, now let me let me let me let me say this. Let me let me ask you this before you before you continue. Right. Doing that and getting an insider stock tip. Well, Martha Stewart went to jail for it. Right. But, Same thing. But but what what's like there's there's really like that's that's something that's illegal that really like if you came to me it's like, Jay, I know this such and such's company is about to something, something, something. You may want to put some money into it, you may want to take some money out of it. Right. What you just told me that's illegal, but I'm still gonna try to take advantage of it. Well, of course. Because I know it's illegal now, I didn't know when he first told because me. Because that's the American way. <laughs> Right, you know, this is this now, is how America was so, built. So basically, what happened was they got a hookup. Right, it, like it's like DL Hughley said before. In the hood, we call it a hookup. In, right. in, in corporate world, they call it illegal, but in the hood, it, it, we got a hookup. Like Cat Williams said, they going to jail for hookups. Right, they going you going to jail for hookups now. Now, if you're looking at, if you come to me, it's like, yeah, I can get your kid into USC. Right. One of the first greatest of all, schools in the first land. Of all, first of all, if my if my child doesn't can't qualify to get in the USC, you ain't going to USC. I'm gonna tell you, you're not going because you're not gonna waste my money failing out of school. If you're gonna are, fail out of school, are they wasting your money when you paying to get the SAT scores for them? I mean, in 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 the if you if you think about it, yes. If if they can't cut it at the school that so you're trying to get, so homegirl just wasted Felicity Huffman's uh, fifty thousand dollars because she dropped out. She dropped out before well, all of this should, college admission scandal. She dropped out. Did she? Yeah, she dropped out of school. Now she. I thought. I, I didn't think though she dropped out before that. She but, shouldn't even be eligible to go to school anywhere anymore. You should. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would. I would say you can't go nowhere. You got to go on your own merit though. Not with that six hundred SAT score that she had. Hey, look. Listen, <laughs> sometimes 
Hey, my, my, uh, my, my, Delaware my Technical was, Community what, College what is really my, beautiful. What was my? I don't even remember. I think what was my? Oh, that was higher than six hundred. Yeah, at eleven ninety. <laughs> I didn't have mine. Wasn't there? Yeah. I didn't. It, was, you know it wasn't what? as I'm high gonna, as it should have been. I should have been in the twelve, thirteens. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I didn't take the SAT as seriously as I should have. Most, I just didn't believe in it most as a kid. Seventeen year old, eighteen yeah. year olds don't. See, there was a math section, and I was terrible at math. So I knew I was gonna be bad at that, but. When they were like, yeah, if you don't know something, don't answer it. I was skipping like whole pages. Like, I don't know none of that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I probably could have did a lot not better. Not going to hurt me with that. Yeah, I probably could have did a lot better than I well, did. Well, that was true because back when we took the SAT, you lost more points for wrong answers than skip questions. Right, and I skipped a lot. I skipped so you probably maximized your score, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think I could have done better. I really could. <laughs> you could have made an effort. I could, yeah, I could have done better. But yeah, so what do you think? So what happened with the rest of the people? Because the rest of them didn't take pleas. The rest of them pled not guilty. She pled guilty and oh, got yeah. fourteen days. And she got- the rest of these people are going to go to trial. I um, wonder if she's going to be a co-defendant. She snitching like Takashi. You mean a co a, 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 a co- state's witness? Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. I wonder what was in her plea deal. She snitching. She called Takashi. Said, I'm hey, plea whatever deal, names you got. If I'm taking a plea deal and I got still got to do 14 days, I ain't snitching on nobody. You can forget it. It ain't happening. Well, she would have had to do a lot more than 14 days if she didn't snitch. That's the plea. The plea is to get the time reduced. First of all, all I can think about is what I read from Takashi and how he's just getting <laughs> a take on everybody. Takashi giving up. I, first of all, Takashi, I, mean, I, I couldn't name one song. I don't know nothing about I don't Takashi. know who. I, I, don't I, know he I remember he had the one song with Kanye, and that's all I remember. All I know is the dude with the colorful hair, with the weird teeth, all the tattoos on his face. Rainbow head. Rainbow That people bright. were doing a lot of things imitating him, and now he, he's he's the state's witness or federal witness or whatever the case, <laughs> whatever, whatever he is. is. <laughs> and he's telling everybody. And I just saw something that what you told me earlier where he said Jim Jones was a blood. I didn't see anything about the Cardi B thing yet, but who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to run into it sooner or later. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the cash. But what's going to happen to the to the other people? That's a good question. Um, And the, like I said, I don't really, the the jail time thing, like what you're trying to do is give your kid an advantage, right? Um. I wouldn't do it because first of all, my kids gotta gotta do something on it on their own merit. I'm not paying a bunch of money to get my kids into school that they don't qualify to get into. The only reason they did that is so they can look good in front of their friends. And I'm not talking about the kids' friends. I'm talking about the parents look good in front of in front of their friends, in front of their colleagues, you know, all the people they can say, Oh, my kid's going to what whatever the school it is. You don't believe in your kid, it's okay. Your kid will make a way. All right. If you spoil, end up spoiling your kid the entire time and they are used to having things given to them, your kid is in for a rude awakening once it comes time to make things happen in the real world. All right. right? And, and and that's on you anyway. So now you're you're going to end up having to take care of your kid for the rest of your doggone life anyway. But um, let's let's move on from that, because like I said, you know, her getting two weeks in prison, you know, yeah, light sentence. Right. For something that really. I don't know how much you can really say it affected anyone else, honestly. I mean, there's some people that did not get into that school because they had that spot for this kid. Well, I'm sure they got into some other school. 
you know, whatever. Boo hoo, you know, you can transfer, whatever. I'm not really. People will say, well, there was a kid whose spot didn't get, some, a kid who didn't get into the school because that spot was taken. Boo hoo. So what? There's a lot of schools. All right. Um, the the mother who, who's doing five years because they used a, a friend's address. That's ridiculous. African American, white, Chinese, or should I say Asian? Asian. Whatever. That's ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous. Giving somebody five years, all they're trying to do is help their kid. They're trying to get their kid an education. It's ridiculous. All right. Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to New York City. Yeah, man. I, you know what? It's kind of it's kind of sad to go into this one because I I really hate stuff like this. But uh, there was a 16 year old who was stabbed in the chest and was killed. You know, in a fight in Long Island earlier in the week, and just like in today's culture, the first thing that everybody that was surrounding the incident did was pulled out their cell phones. Mm-hmm. Said it was more than a dozen kids out there all recording or posting this fight live online. And instead of helping, they watched this 16-year-old die. Some people watched him die online. Some people saw the videos later. Videos were spread around between friends. It's appalling. But uh, let me just give you a little excerpt. It says, officials said that most of the 50 or so teens who either took part in or witnessed the attack instead of coming to the aid of the 16-year-old recorded cell phone video of the fight, many videos were posted on social media. They videoed this 16-year-old die. And I just think that what, what are we coming to as a society where our first move is to grab a cell phone and record video instead of helping somebody. It's sad because we are living in a culture where it's more important to possibly go viral than it is to be a good person in 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 his life okay people whip out their cell phones in some type of incidents because one it could you know they're, they're it's news it's something crazy um two they want to go viral the, the possibility the thoughts of going viral um <clears throat> three they want to be insta famous and that, that's all part of being viral going viral um and you know there, there's that there's that thought or need to say yeah i was there here it is you can show people you can show everybody yeah this is this is what look check this out let me show you what i saw the other day let me show you where i was i saw this now this kid dies in front of people somebody's somebody's kid dies in front of people on camera now the, the parents the parents can watch you know now the parents will need to know why nobody helped my son and a, and that's boy, what's right? going on right now. And the eighteen, mind you, it was an eighteen year old that stabbed him. So he's going to be tried as an adult. Period. Yes. Yes. Uh, yesterday he was arraigned on second degree murder. They said that it was all over a girl. And I know this girl's got to feel like crap. 
because right. I don't know her part in it, and I'm not going to assume her part in it, but I'm sure she probably knew that the incident was over her. The fight was about her. I don't know, you know, the extent. Of, I don't know if was dude was is one of the one of the guys, the the girl's boyfriend. One of the guys wanted to talk to the to the to the girl. When the guys looked at the girl, when the guy said something to the girl, did the girl go to one of the guys to the boyfriend and say, "Let me tell you what such and such did," or what such and such? You know what I mean? There's so many ways to go about, it, and I don't want to assume, but the girl has to live with that for the rest of her life. So I'll give somebody's you another. Somebody's dead and somebody's going to jail. And so I'll give you another layer to it, since we were just talking about Takashi and you know Uh-oh. all of his stuff. Uh, not like that, but let me just give you another layer to it. So the young man who was arraigned on the second-degree murder charge is being held in protective custody. Uh, He's being held in protective custody because there is strong evidence that the victim has strong ties to the Bloods street gang. Mm. It says uh, right now that he has been receiving, he and his family have been receiving threats that they are going to kill Tyler and that they are going to get him in the correctional facility and they Mm. will retaliate against him and his family. Uh, He's also due back in court on Monday. But, you know, when we talk about these type of instances and these type of affiliations, shouldn't you know? You know, I grew up in the hood. I know who was who. Mm-hmm. I knew who who to touch, who not to touch. Mm-hmm. I knew who to hang out with, who not to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know these things coming up, and I don't. Yes. And I don't want to say that these kids are stupid or they're naive, or but most of them don't go outside. So <laughs> let me let me say this because I I, I kind of know where you're going with that, and I this is what this was kind of my thought process when you first told me about it on the phone earlier today. Um. I was wondering if there was some aspect of the kid that ended up dying. Was this kid at all? Was this the first incident between these two boys? Right. Was this kid at all being approached? Was this kid at all being bullied? You know what I mean? Like, is this, why was this kid carrying a knife? It was a knife he stabbed him with? Stabbed him with a knife. Hold on. And it's one very, very, very important thing that I forgot to say. Even with all of the video footage, he pleaded not guilty. Mm. So now we need to see how this plays out because something must have transpired between these two previously Mm. to where maybe an attorney could say this was in defense. Right. I don't that's understand. I, and that's what I was wondering when you told me. Like, but he pleaded not guilty. So I think that's a very important piece of information that I left out. So I apologize. That's, that's interesting. That. That's interesting because Ed, the attorney knows that there's video of it. Right. Um, More than a dozen videos that were on social media. So, I mean, and I get this kind of goes back to our innocent uh, until proven until guilty, proven guilty mm-hmm. because in the court of public opinion, he's already guilty. Right. They saw you stab him mm-hmm. on video. Mm-hmm. It's on the internet. It's on people's cell phones. There were f- more than 50 witnesses there recording this fight. So with that type of burden of proof, 
in the court of public opinion, you're already guilty. And here, until you're proven innocent or until you're claimed to be innocent. Because we know, just like, you know, I, I hate to use OJ as the example, but we know that OJ was guilty. He was just. OJ, OJ he, wasn't guilty. OJ, look. <laughs> OJ didn't do it. But he wrote a book about how he would have did it. He needed the money. He did, that, <laughs> damn shame. People write, write fiction all Orenthal, the time. Orenthal, stay off Twitter, man. People people write fiction all the time. Oh, the, that fool, his life should have been fiction. OJ didn't do it. He might have known who did it. OJ did it. Man, he, uh, he didn't do it. He did. Man, look, he that's did. a whole nother show. <laughs> I'm going to hit OJ on Twitter and see if I can get him on, so see if we can talk about it a little bit. Not the incident, the book. I want to talk about the book. But, uh, yeah, man. This well, a, Okay, so let's go back to what back you said to, yeah. about you knew who to be around. You knew. Right. Um, I'm, what, I want to say it was probably known that this kid was part of the Bloods. Right. Right? So let's. Let's let's assume, okay. Let's just assume it's dangerous to assume, but let's just assume there was a previous history with these two guys. Right. Might not have been. Let's assume. Knowing what you know that this kid is part of a gang, would you, and 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 you know what this gang is capable of, you would want to protect yourself in some type of way, have some type of protection. Now, people would say you can go talk to the authorities. We were having that conversation earlier too. Go and talk to the authorities about things. That can make it worse. Right. right? That can right. make it worse in the hood. Right? It, might, it might help somewhere. I don't know what neighborhoods it makes it better. but Not the ones where we're from. Not the ones where we're from. It makes it worse. You go talk to talk to the authorities. All right? You know, once the authorities are away, it's going to be, it's punished time. All right? Now, I you know that that's just one of the things I wonder. This kid knows what the, what this kid is capable of and what his people are capable of. I'm going to have to protect myself in some way, shape, or form because I know this fight is going down. Now, I wonder if this kid was carrying a knife on a daily basis or did he know that this fight was going down today and he decided, I'm going to take this knife today, knowing this other kid is part of the Bloods. He might have some folks with him. I may have to, I'm, I'm going to might have to, you know, pull the knife out, try to keep him away from me. Who knows if they, you know, somebody got guns. You know, I you know I really don't want to assume, but I did say let's assume some stuff. So let's assume that right. that could get that could also led to the non guilty, the not guilty plea. Now, would a prosecutor say, "Well, this was premeditated because you had a knife on you"? That could that could be another thing when you talk about being in in the court. But you know, we I think we talk about that. I'm going to I'm going to hear people's opinions on it. You know, you can comment. On the show, leave your comments in the uh, in the comments section on Facebook or on Instagram or um, Twitter or whatever the case definitely may talk be. to iTunes, us. whatever it is. Let us know what you think. Um, if somebody that's hearing this knows anybody that's part of the situation, no, nah, don't come on here. No, you can you can leave a comment. Don't come on, but you can leave a comment. Okay, oh, yeah, and, I'm and cool with that. Real cool. We didn't talk about we didn't talk about this before the show. But before we move on to our next topic, because we want to talk about Kanye Sunday service. Right. right. I did want to talk about an incident that happened in Philly earlier this week where, well, actually it was last week, where um, up in North Philly, there was a cop that put a kid, a black kid, in the back of his car, apparently for no reason. 
Okay, no reason at all. There was a bunch of kids walking down the street, leaving school, going to the bus. This kid had his shirt off. It was hot that this particular day. It was one of the hot days a couple weeks ago. I watched it on the news. Now, the, now I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Okay, and I don't know if the person wants me to put it out there, and I and I, I didn't. I don't know if I told you this. What you saw on the news was recorded by somebody I know. Oh wow! Yeah, it was recorded okay. by somebody I know. So, in talking to the family. Okay, because I know the girl's mother and I know the girl. Um, what the story from them was, the cop um, went by, drove past them once, drove past them again and came back and took this kid, put him in the back of the car. Kid was scared to death, shaking and all that. Almost it seemed like to show, to teach the kid a lesson. All right. Uh, that, that. Scared straight. Now, almost, almost in that in that sense. Now he called for backup. Now you saw other cops was out there. Right. If you pay attention to the to the cops that are out there, it almost looks like they have no idea what's going on. They have no idea why it's going on, but they're keeping the area, you know, keeping everybody cleared back. out. But I'm looking at the cops, and it, you know, they don't. See, I've seen cops in a situation where, you know, they're detaining a suspect for whatever the case may right. be. This didn't look like that. No, it didn't. It didn't look like that. And you could hear the people on the on the video like, yo, he didn't do anything. What is going on? You know, the cop was like, why you got your shirt off? I didn't know that was against the law. All of a sudden, to have your shirt off. And eventually, the cop let him go. Right. Right? And he said, remember, you were shaking in the back of my car as he let him go. It's one of the things he said to him. Now, what's not being said, and I hope I'm allowed to say this, but it's going to be said. The next day, I think that was Thursday. It either was the next day, which was a Friday, or it was this past Monday. I think it was this past Monday. The cop shows up to the school. After, now, oh yeah, it was Monday because this story came out over the weekend. The cop shows up at the school, sitting outside of the school, outside of his car, sitting on the hood of his car, outside of the school. See, now that's harassment. That's harassment. That's harassment. Now, he didn't show up on Friday, but he showed up on Monday after the story came out over the weekend. And I'm not going to get too deep into it for all the stuff that I've heard, because I'm sure some of the stuff doesn't need to be out in public just yet. Uh, maybe we can have the, the person on. I would love to. And um, we can talk about it. But sometimes these cops need to be checked, honestly, because this seems like one that is that might be power hungry. And, and and his authority is, you know, pushing his authority around. And I want to say this. I, I am a advocate for the police. The good ones. The good ones. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of really good police officers out there. Yes, there are. Absolutely. There are a few who make all police look bad. Yes. And... I just want people to understand that I, and I believe we, are advocates of good policing. Absolutely. I think everyone is advocates of good policing. I just think that there are far too many instances where there are individuals who choose to abuse their authority. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It has to stop. And until we can find a way to make it stop. We need to get some of these individuals off the street. 
I applaud the efforts of the Philadelphia Police Department for getting rid of, I think it was like 30-some cops who were in that Facebook group Mm -hmm. uh, posting those racially derogatory messages. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that they took that action to say, hey, we are not going to be a police department that allows this type of behavior. Because those people are the same ones out on the street Mm -hmm. who... Could be doing some very questionable things, doing, and they doing make things like this, and they make other cops look really bad. Absolutely. So I applaud the Philadelphia Police Department for doing what they've done mm-hmm. in efforts to calm some of these issues within their department. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I, that was just something I wanted to put out there real quick. It just crossed my mind. I, I thought I'd be, but uh, it would be wrong if I didn't mention it. But uh, let's go. Let's move on to something a little, a little lighter, something a little uh, more fun, something a little controversial too. It's Kanye Sunday service. And I'm going to let you, I'm going to pick my feet up and give you the floor and let you explain to me exactly what Kanye Sunday service is. Cause yes, I've seen clips on Instagram and I've seen like, you know, the choirs are singing his songs and I've seen the people in the crowd, uh, the Brad Pitts, the Jesse Jacksons, the, um, um, uh, chase chance, the rapper, you know, and I saw chase chance, the rapper performing and the, Tell me, R. Dot, what, what what's going on and what, what's the controversy about it? Help me out. Talk to me. I mean, so it's it's, it's always been a lot of Kanye critics out there. But always. I think that right now it's reaching a peak. Uh, Kanye has a new album coming out uh, slated for September 27th. So we're looking at what? We're a week away from the release of the album. Yeah. Uh, the album is titled Jesus is King. Not Jesus, like, you know, the past. Mm. Jesus is King. Uh, Kanye has been doing uh, what has been known as Kanye's Sunday service. Uh, some people look at it as a church service. Some people are calling it a cult. Uh, I'm just looking at it, man. It's a concert series. Kanye is doing a concert series, uh, and he is reaching... People through the worship of God. Mm-hmm. I really can't find anything wrong with it. Uh, but there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of name calling right now. Kanye is hypocritical. How can he live one way? And now he's releasing a, what Kanye is called a gospel album called Jesus is King. And I know beforehand I played for you, uh, just one of the tracks, uh, where, well, one of the choir selections, should mm-hmm. I say, where it was a remake of one of his productions for Beanie Siegel for Nothing yes. Like It. Yes. Off of The Reason. Absolutely amazing intro to the album. Uh, one of Kanye's best works early on in his career. Absolutely loved the track. Uh, there was another one I didn't get to play for you, which caused a little controversy. Uh, he remade Genuine's So Anxious into mm-hmm. a gospel song. Uh, I really can't understand people's issue with what Kanye is doing with his life. One, because it's his life. Right. Uh, two, allowing him to be a vessel of inspiration for others. Mm-hmm. Now, some people may not worship God. They may call it what they want. And I think some of the critics are the hardcore Bible thumpers mm-hmm. who are saying, hey, 
Kanye can't do this. <laughs> Why can't he do it? You know, if you go back and look at uh, The Life of Pablo, the first track, he teamed up with who? Kurt Franklin. Mm. And I mean, it. Wait, wait a minute, hold up. Let's even go. What was his first single ever? His first commercial single? Jesus Walks. There you go. Actually, so, it actually wasn't. It wasn't. I'm wrong. Yeah, through the, I'm wrong. But you knew I Through was. the wire was. Yeah, through the wire was. His, his, his big first hit one, his was first one Jesus Walks. broke jaw. Right. His big hit was Jesus Walks. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kanye is, he's always said he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. He's always publicly said that he believes in God. So it's interesting for people to say, well, he can't possibly be the messenger in the method that he is claiming to be because of some of his previous exploits, such Mm -hmm. as Jesus, which was a play on the name of Jesus. Jesus, Yeezy, merged together. Uh, People have said, you know, his actions and his words are hypocritical and are not of what people claim to be Christian faith. Mm Mm-hmm. And the last time I looked, nobody was perfect. Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, I come pretty close, but I ain't, you know, I made a, a couple of mistakes. And if you look, <laughs> if you look at the Bible, Jesus didn't work with perfect people. No, absolutely not. He was a redeemer. <laughs> absolutely not. He helped people find their way back. Mm-hmm. So. If that's the case, what would make Kanye any different than somebody who has found a higher calling? Now let me let me and is let me say towards some, it. Let me say something right now because I want you to clear this up because there's going to be some people that add, that are going to say this. Oh, are yeah. you comparing Kanye West to Jesus? Am I comparing Kanye West to Jesus? If anybody has that question, I want them to call us up live so I can talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to clear that up for whoever has that misconception. So please make sure you comment on the Instagram page, uh, intelligent.ignorance. Uh, comment on the New Twist Radio page on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Please contact us. If you if you think that my comments are comparing Kanye West to Jesus, I just want to I want you to tag me or tag us. <laughs> In your comments, please just come talk to me because I want to talk about this on air. I would love to. Uh, Anybody who, you know, I just want to hear people's thoughts on it because there are some people out there who just believe that this is too far left and Kanye can't be allowed to do something like this because of who he is. And I just think that it's absolutely crazy. Uh, But they're, they're saying that his service... Kanye Sunday service uh, is somewhat a mockery of what church is. Mm. Now, I've been looking at Kanye's, I've looked at a few of them, you know, either on IGTV, uh, YouTube actually streamed a live service during uh, whatever festival, Coachella. Okay. They live streamed Sunday service. And I mean, it's, it's an absolutely amazing event. And mm-hmm. to see as many people that came together, whether it's for Kanye or whether it's for God or whether it's for the music or whether it's for the audience, 
whatever these people came together for, to see them come together in that type of mass event and for him to be moving the agenda the way that he is, mm-hmm. I think it's it's nothing short of amazing. And I think it really speaks to Kanye West's influence mm-hmm. as a person, not just an artist, but as to who he is. Because I think what he is doing transcends just music. I feel like I'm going to have to pay some more attention to the Sunday service. Like I said, I've, when I see the clips, I'm seeing perfor- a choir performing, performing right. his song or whatever his song may be. Um, is there preaching involved or is it is it straight music? I have not seen uh, any preaching, but I do know. Because most of the clips that I see are just the music, the, right? Are just the choir. So here's but the thing. I know that last week he had service at Atlanta's uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. So he is doing services and shows mm-hmm. in churches. So I would only assume, and it's only an assumption because I haven't been present for any of this. I would assume that there is some type of accompanying service mm-hmm. to it. We know that Kanye is not a pastor. We know he's not a preacher. Right. But a message from God can come from anybody. I mean, what we're Absolutely. talking about right right now could touch somebody in a in a spiritual way. Absolutely. And so, you know, could we be that vessel certainly, but it's possible. We know that mm-hmm. Kanye is not a minister, he's not a pastor, he's never claimed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh but the the Sunday service was in a church. I believe he was also at a church in Chicago, or it may have been outdoors. Uh, I didn't get to see which one, but I know he did the service in Chicago. And from all accounts that I heard, it was absolutely amazing. Mm. Well, I mean, if it, if it's if it's a concert, if it's singing, you know, I, I've seen the clips of the songs and music. It, it sounds absolutely amazing. If you go in there, and if, if he's, if it's just the concert that that it is, and he's calling it Sunday service. Look, there's certain things that that people are going to get mad at all the time because they just want to be mad at certain things, and you know, it is what it is. And people feel offended by certain things, um, you know, especially. I, and I'm, you know. I got to be careful with saying this. I feel like sometimes Christians can be uh, especially sensitive to the mocking of the Christian faith. And rightfully so, right? Because that's what they believe. That's their faith. Um, When people mock Muslims, the Muslims are, are not happy with it. They're very angry about it. You know, and rightfully so. Um, in this situation, I mean, are are Christians mad because of what it is or because of who it is? I'd be, I would be, um, eager to know what that what that determination is. are you is, right. is it, are you mad because it's Kanye or because are you mad because of what Kanye is doing? Um, if it's a concert, it's a concert. If it's a service, it's a service. If it's bringing people closer to God and you know, so be it. I mean, whatever brings people closer to God, closer to whatever works best for them. Don't be mad at that. Don't be mad at that. I mean, I'm not a Bible thumper, right? But I do know people that feel like there are certain ways to go about doing things and not, and they don't always have to be necessarily be the old time religion type of way. Okay. Um, 
I personally have felt that, and I'm going to put it out there, a lot of churches have become just business, a bi- a, have, have become too too much in business. And it takes away from what the church is, in my opinion. Right. Um, you know, not all church. I'm not saying not all. I'm, you know, as, as Jesse Peters would say, and I don't really like Jesse Peters in that much, but not all, not all, not all, but most. Okay. There are a lot. Maybe not even most, but there are some. And though, and just like police, how one bad police officer makes a lot, it makes the whole department look bad. One bad church can make a lot of churches look bad. Okay. Because you, you group these things together. Um, and with that being said, I think we're going to end this episode of intelligent ignorance. I don't know what episode number it is. I'm about to go back and count. Yeah, we deep we deep into it now. Oh, and yeah. shout out to uh, Kanye since we're talking about him. Shout out to Kanye, uh, who is the top artist in terms of earning right now for the last year. Really, uh, he almost doubled number two, which is his big brother Jay Z. Wow. Jay Z was number two on the list at eighty one million. Kanye just clocked in at one fifty. Kanye drop an album last year? No. He didn't drop an album last year? I feel like we had this conversation before and felt like he did drop an album. Uh, the Life year. of Pablo was his last album. Really? I thought he he did something. Because we talked about this before. And when you we were doing the Block Suite end of the year thing, and we were like, and we kept we both kept saying, yeah, I feel like he did drop an album. Well, he did uh, He did Kids See Ghosts. He had, a, he had a couple of singles. But he didn't drop an album. Okay. He did, the, he did that... Uh, Yay thing, did six tracks, seven tracks. It was album. I mean, this day and age. In twenty nineteen, it's an album. I I mean, hey, Life of Pablo. I like that album. That was a dope album. I think that was his. That was his last full length album. Uh, Well, what I I was saying is he he did the Yay joint, and I think that was six or seven tracks. What what I was getting at is he he topped the list without putting out an album. Yeah, pretty dope. Pretty dope. Shout out to Kanye. And, uh, Adidas, man. Adidas put him over the top. Oh, yeah. The, the Those easy. kicks is crazy. I've never had a pair. Got another pair coming out Saturday that I'm looking to get. They got them at yeah. Dick's Sporting Goods. I shouldn't be saying this right now, but by the time y'all hear this, they already going to be sold out. So um, <laughs> I never had a pair. Check Dick's Sporting Goods if y'all hear this at uh, 1 p.m. on Saturday and you haven't copped the Yeezys already. I would love to have a pair of those. Maybe I'll try to buy a pair online one day. How Saturday much do they cost? 200 Yeah, I won't have a pair of those. Um, That's any sneaker these days. Nope, not the ones I have on my feet. Hey, you know what these cars on my feet right now? How much? Two fifty. They dope too, but I ain't gonna have them. <laughs> I'll have them like three, four years from now <laughs> when they might be like ninety eight bucks or no, when they might be like seventy five bucks at Models. Oh, you ain't never gonna find these. These were these were uh, these are the limited edition oh, well, four I horsemen. Gonna, I ain't gonna have them. Lebrons. I ain't gonna have them. So have yeah, them. man, this is these are. You see them sneaks right there? One of one. You see those right there? None before ones, none to come. Yes, sir. You see, you see how they're dirt. I paid less than seventy dollars for them sneaks, and they look just like the Yeezys. <laughs> they kind of do. They kind of do. But I paid less than seventy dollars. I don't have any other sneaks in here. That... I bought a pair of sneaks. Actually, I bought two pairs of sneaks. I bought some Adidas sneaks. Um, I'm gonna put it out. There. I bought them from Coles. Hey. Cost me like Ain't 68 wrong with bucks, that. and they they look nice. They nice looking sneaks, and I bought a pair of Nikes, also from Coles. Cost me like maybe seventy bucks. 
Hey man, if you need some kicks, man, let me know. We go to yeah. the joint. I get look. Kick, I get bro. I get the nah. I'm just saying. I get the military <laughs> discount. I hook you up. I let Give you get the kicks. discount. Give me some kicks, man. Because you know, I, I you know I, I don't I don't I can't keep up no more. And then dropping a couple hundred dollars on some kicks, just I I can't I can't do it no more. I can't do. It. I got I got a bunch of Jordans and Bronze and a whole bunch of Jones in there right now. And I'm just like, damn. I, you know, I could probably sell them, make some money off them, but I'm not gonna do it. But anyway. It's time to end this episode of Intelligent Ignorance, man. We want to thank everybody for checking us out. And don't forget, on Saturday, April, uh, September. April. I, I'm always Damn. getting my months wrong for some reason. On Saturday, September the 28th, right? It's the 28th next Saturday? Yeah. Uh, we will be doing a live show to talk about the Me Too uh, situation, Me Too movement. Um, and how it affects people and how it's affecting the people that are being accused of certain things. And uh, we want to involve you guys, the listener, in the show. So definitely, definitely, definitely listen to that show. Call in. We invite you to call in. We'll be talking to you live on that show. All right. But for R. Hunter and myself, we want to thank you for listening again, man, to this episode of Intelligent Ignorance. Right. We will talk to you next week. Peace.